0: their Oregon strawberry, oh, I love it. Sweet strawberry ice cream with ripe Oregon strawberry pieces, so so good. Plus, you gotta check out their mudside flavor. It's smooth chocolate ice cream with a ribbon of rich fudge and chocolatey chips. Oh, it's so good! I gotta go get some ice cream right now. Plus, you know you're in good hands with Tillamook brand. They make over 200 different dairy products, and the brand is farmer-owned and led by dairy experts. Boy, oh boy! I love them all, and you're going to love them too. Whether it's birthday cake, peaches and cream, mint chocolate chip, banana split, or cookies and cream, there is a flavor for you. Find Tillamook ice cream near you at Tillamook.com. That's T-I-L-L-A-M-O-O-K.com. Here's something that we've known since the dawn of bread. Everything is better sliced. Eat more Reese's. I mean, that combination of sweet chocolate and salty peanut butter. I mean, this is something that brings other people and ourselves joy. That's why there's two in a pack. Shop Reese's Peanut Butter Cups now at a store near you. Found wherever candy is sold and often in my pantry because I love these. It's like Home Alone with a dog. We saw the dog who saved Christmas. So you know what that means.
1: How did this get T.L. How did it get Baby in his belly, rockin' vest, Kelly. made see a burlesque show with Nick
0: The holiday season is upon us, and what better way to celebrate than the 2009 classic, The Dog Who Saved Christmas, a movie that will make you hate the holidays. It is like a really bad episode of The King of Queens. It's like the stand-ins for the King of Queens shot an episode after hours that, like, an audience member wrote. And this movie, wow, I've never taken more notes, ever. I had five pages of notes and 40 minutes left. I'm glad that we're here ignite, to talk about it, because I need someone to validate that what I saw was real. (laughs) And you will all do that, but here's the most important part, I will not be doing it alone, we will not be doing it alone, we'll be doing it with my co-host, please welcome to the stage, Mr. Jason Manzoukas!
2: (laughs) What's up, jerks? Here we go, Chicago! How we feeling? That's
0: right. That's right. Jason, the dog who saved Christmas. Just like a reaction yeah. to what you saw. Just a general just... I'm, I'll shit. be honest. I think we need to start the
2: podcast as soon as possible. It is already fading into dust in and- my mind.
0: And the roar of the crowd that you just heard—we have to
3: get started.
0: For June, Diane Rayfield, give it up for June.
3: We have to get started.
0: Welcome, June.
3: How Thanks. are you? I'm okay, Paul. I'm okay. I
0: I, I knew that we were on limited time because I knew <laughs> you needed to, to get, get out started. here too. What's that? I said I knew we were on limited time, because I knew you had
3: to get out here, too, to talk about this movie. Thank you. I was waiting backstage. I just wanted to give a
0: nice, clean, you know, introduction to you, that's all. So, Paul, when we were watching
3: (laughs) the movie, he stopped it at one point, point. Just out of curiosity,
2: were you watching it together, because it's important to... Okay, thank you. We were.
3: But as we were watching the movie, he said, this movie is about dog trauma. (laughs) And I... I said, it really is. And I, Paul and I have both experienced a lot of dog trauma in the last, I would say, like, honestly, year. We've, we've been in a year. We've had a lot of dog we've trauma. we had a lot of dog trauma. And yet, I could not emotionally connect to a thing that was happening in this movie. It was like I was dead. Like, I kept on asking myself, do you feel? Do you bleed? Do you. That's, I feel I have like nothing.
2: I would believe it if you told me that wasn't a real dog. I, I don't feel it if anything. You told me that was a sack well, of potatoes. I
3: didn't feel anything for the dog. Like a, I didn't feel anything for Bobo Kevin James. Oh, I didn't feel okay. anything for... By by I wrote the way, it. In,
0: I, by wrote, the way. I wrote it. I wrote it. I have the same note. Holy shit. I was like, this is trying to be Kevin James. Guess what I found out? It's his brother. It's his real-life brother. Is it really? Yes! Who was also on The King of Queens for nine years. Nine years. This feels
2: like a movie that the Russians made. That's like, that somehow is tricking us. You know what I mean? Like It feels like somehow it's anti-American propaganda. That
0: They're showing there to people to be like, this is what they're doing. <laughs> it's it's like it's like one of those like um, like videos that you see on like TikTok where it's like five minute. Like hobbies or what you know, like five-minute crafts. It's like someone like saw a Christmas movies. Like, oh, I can do that. Here's the thing: I felt watching this movie, having just now spent
2: however many months inside of myriad uh, work stoppages for all these unions and all of this discussion. Let AI make these movies. <laughs> AI could do a better job.
0: Let AI oh, the no. AI that I... saved Christmas. Do it. Please. Here's what I will say. This is to your point, like the like the Russian propaganda you're talking about. This is the uncanny valley. When it's they like, when showed you look the bloopers, it, like, Yo. did
2: you? What uh, the bloopers almost made me kill myself, and I'm not kidding. The bloopers so pushed me to a breaking point. I know, because I was like, none of this is funny. When
0: none of this is funny, this is forced. I disagree that a human fart, okay? Joey Coco Diaz, give it up
2: for Joey Coco Diaz, who is doing the Lord's work in this the Lord's work in a movie that I wish AI had created. But yes, that real fart was funny, but the rest of the bloopers honestly gave me a panic attack. Me,
3: too, because. You know, it and sometimes I have found this in my own experience working as an actress in Hollywood, that the more fun people are having on set, like the less funny a movie's going to be. Like the more what? good times we're having. And and I did say this to Paul because we kept on going to the league. Shout out the league. We can talk about it now. Chicago, we on, Gibsons. We kept on going to the league rap parties, and at the rap parties every year, I don't know if you remember this, Jason, but they would show a blooper reel of all the actors just cutting up, making reel. each other laugh, yeah. going off on riffs, improvising together, and just making each other laugh. And in every so year, I'd watch, I'd watch this reel, and Paul would never be in it. Like Stone he wouldn't face. have a he would always... People would be breaking, and he'd be...
0: Waiting. <laughs> waiting to get back just to work. Just
3: waiting. And I said... I said, Paul, this, this rap party is for the crew to remi- and, and for the other actors, like to remind ourselves what a good time we have together. And you look like you hate being so, there. And I said,
0: no, I just don't break up on set that much. And, uh, and June's like, well, you have to do better. So... <laughs> If you look at the DVDs or whatever, the extras, seasons five, six, and seven, I fake laugh in all the bloopers. You had work.
3: to. I was like, you have to. I'm like, I guess I have
0: crazy. to. Wait a minute. It. We're in bloopers together.
3: That's a I'm fake not, laugh? It's fake. It's I didn't
0: break you? I, it's Great. All
3: fake. Great. I'll put you
0: back on the list.
2: <laughs> I will break you.
0: A lot but of Russian thing. stuff it, it tonight. Wasn't like, it wasn't to me like, this isn't funny. I just never... Like, we also, we performed on stage a bunch. And it's like, I'm just built to be And like, I don't make you laugh there either? No. No, but it's like in those No scenes. wonder I haven't been on On Spool. <laughs> <laughs> Today's podcast is brought to you by... That's the best part. When you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. That's right. Many people host on Airbnb, but there are people who have never thought about it or didn't even realize that their space could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and you can make someone feel great and make a little bit of money too, because we all need a little bit of money. And maybe your talent or your gift to the world is having a killer place. So if you have a home, but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. When you travel, do concerns back home nag at you? Did you lock up? Did you leave a window open? Well, if they do,
3: So the movie is about dog trauma, and yet, like none of us could connect it's, it's a, emotionally like PT, to it. It's a PTSD. It is. Well, and I, but, but what's so hard is I never understood why doesn't she want a dog? Why does he want a dog? Why can't the dog stay here? Why do they want a dog to bark? Why is that the Why, why? is that the sum total? Why? why is that the sum total of
0: its value? It, it, but that, also, exactly why are we right. creating a problem that does not exist? Right? It's like, it's an impossibility. It's like, oh, they get the perfect dog, but it doesn't bark. But here's the thing. They're nervous about the rash
2: of wet bandit-style robberies. Midday, midday robberies in the same neighborhood. They live in a quote-unquote mansion. I was, they, I loved every minute of it. Dean Cain, right, Dean Cain? Yes. And Joey Coco Diaz are the wet bandits. And when truly, the wet bandits. When this movie turned into Home Alone starring a dog, I was like, okay, (laughs) I guess I'll jump out the window of this hotel when I realized that police had surrounded all of this city. And I was like, uh uh-oh,
0: they know. What do they know? Here's what I will say about those wet bandits. And again, uh, that's the plot of the movie, is that they're convinced it has to be a child, but it's a dog. Um... At one point, you know, Joey Coco Diaz says, look, they're leaving. Uh, they're going somewhere. Okay, they're going somewhere. And then Dean Kane's like, this will make it so much easier. <laughs> Which was the most uh, oh fuck. Like, like is it was that's supposed to be like a home invasion? Yeah. Like if they
2: were there, it's a funny game. Yeah, they he's Dean Kane is ready to funny games Kevin James's brother.
0: Straight (laughs) up! I know. That's what was so scary. And then when they get to the house and the front door, they seemingly have no plan. It's like they like to rob. (laughs) I'm going to say this. When they're in the house, they have no plan. Yeah. They're not stealing.
2: They're in the house for hours. (laughs) And Joey Coco Diaz steals two sandwiches. (laughs) Two bites of two sandwiches. Not even full
0: sandwiches. (laughs) They, They seem like They're aspirational criminals. (laughs) Because at one point they go, we've been casing this house for days. But why? Because when you look in that house, there's nothing of value in there. It is a
3: shithole. It's an absolute shithole. The worst Airbnb
0: rental you could possibly get.
3: I
2: feel like the movie was decorated from a yard sale. Or a flea market. Everything in there was disgusting. It was
3: disgusting. There's two, there's mice. It's disgusting. I'm sorry. I I'm sorry.
2: There are I'm white sorry. mice. There are laboratory mice there's living lab in mice. the house. It's crazy. White mice I don't think exist out in the wild like I've that. I've never seen I've them. Never I do I hope, I never do. Like, dude, I, hope
3: I never do. There's a white mouse. I never do. Two of them. And when we Cut went, that out, though. Cut it out. That's a cut point. Cut that out. I don't want people knowing what I said about <laughs> white mice. When Min- First of all, Mindy Sterling's in this movie, and I love her so much. She is, I, I, you know, she's so incredible. And I saw her in this movie, and I, and then I saw her in the blooper reels, and she seemed like she was having a good time. So, but I was so distressed if to see her. If that check cashes, you're I having a great so time. I was so distressed to see her. But when we go to Grandma's house, Mindy Sterling, and we're going to talk about like the age ranges of like the age. I looked it
2: up. Everyone's 37.
3: <laughs> okay. From
2: Including the youngest the kid son. to the oldest adult, they're all 37.
3: What I will say about <laughs> this perform First of all, never have a brother and sister together that are that far apart in age. <laughs> And are seemingly, like, always together, engaging, and interested in the same stuff. Like, but they, like, also,
0: they also have that kind of weird childhood thing. I wrote this down, and this is something I wrote down. like, Paul, don't say this. It's not going to get a laugh, but I'm going to say it. <laughs> um, and this is like, he says to his parents when they're driving, when are we going to get there? Which is an odd thing to say. It's like, are we there yet? How long till we get there? but when are we going to get there it's like it's just like weird translations it's like that's the right right Idea. question for a kid but i've never heard anyone. what are we going to get there well,
2: then i do i, know then why I that. believe it,
3: <laughs> it if you said
2: weird. oh the screenplay was written in a different language and then google translated yes. to english that's
3: what it felt actually like.
2: it would make a lot more sense to the movie would make more sense if in any way shape or form it was built off of AI, generated from a different language, from another world, part of a... <laughs> part of a... part of a sentence that these people are forced to carry out. This is
0: like that movie they The Specialist. Feel under which... duress. <laughs> I think the reason why this movie gets uh, started on the wrong foot uh, and the reason why we have a hard time connecting is because we start off with the dog in voiceover and Mario Lopez is the dog.
3: And well, Mario, Mario king Lopez of Christmas. is Christmas well, king of Paul, Christmas. All Mario Lopez is all the dogs.
0: What? Did not realize that. What do you mean?
3: Well, I don't know. I didn't look it up, but I think <laughs> I'm what? almost positive what does that mean? I think he's doing the voice of all of those. Wait dogs. a second. Can you play clip 5? Hey boys, what's happening? Look at what we got here,
2: fellas. A newbie. That's name Mario Zeus, Lopez. Like the Greek god. Wow. Fancy name for a
0: street dog. Yeah, fancy name.
3: That's, That's Mario not Lopez.
0: Mario Lopez. Yes, it is. Mario Lopez. Mario Lopez, just you find things to occupy yourself with.
2: Don't worry about me, sweetie. I'll be fine. I used to be a cop. Yeah, right. I used to save people's lives for a living. Really? Tell us. Tell us. One time, I rescued this steel mill worker from a fiery inferno, and he told me, "Thank you, thank you, you saved my life." So, what are you doing here? Then, that's a long story. I'm just waiting for a family to take me home and give me a chance. (laughs) Oh, sure. And my new owner is going to ride in on his white horse and whisk me away to a place where milk bones are (laughs) gold-plated.
0: It's not Mario Lopez, June.
2: We can cut it. We're now just watching the movie together. And I'll be honest. I mean, mere hours ago, I was watching this. None of
0: this familiar. Zero. It's I, already l- gone. I was surprised at how much I forgot. But here's what I'll say. My point again is that our lead-in, and if he played all the dogs or not, which I don't think he did,
3: well, our let's lead-in uh, check. Okay.
0: Our lead-in.
2: Does any? I feel like one of these nerds would know. Is Mario Lopez the voice of all the dogs? No. Thank you, nerds.
0: There's a couple of people who said yes, and I appreciate you, but you're <laughs> wrong, and I, I like that you support June I so would wholeheartedly. Like, and,
2: and, but here's the challenge. If, we are in, if June, you are in fact wrong, Mario Lopez, do the right thing and send us a clip of all the voices done by you.
0: Give I, us the <laughs> Snyder Cut of the dog who <laughs> saved Christmas.
3: When I watched this, I was like, oh, that's fun. They had him in the booth for Zeus, obviously, and then they let him just play fuck around okay. a little bit and do all of the other yeah, rounds. Just...
0: Let me just say one, because one thing I just want yeah. to say about him Sorry. and this voice. Again, I think the reason why we don't connect is because when you open this movie, Mario Lopez is screaming voiceover. And it was shocking that he was a dog. He's like, hey, what's going on? Anyway, Christmas is the best time of year. I was like, oh, okay. And then it was like, do- I was like, a dog? It, it unnerved me because first of all, I think First, I've never heard anyone yell voiceover. <laughs> voiceover normally is more contemplative. It's quiet. It's not like it's not like per acting. You and know, and strong I like, strongly <laughs> disagree, but okay. <laughs> but I felt like that beginning put me on the wrong foot. I well, didn't like this dog. It also sets up. It also sets up a
2: much different movie. Yes, it sets up a much different movie. The the bombast of this character. It also felt to me jarringly like a movie I barely remember, but which is Eric Roberts voicing a cat that we did.
0: A talking cat.
2: It I gave me those no vibes, I have memory too. of that. But here's the thing. So his Mario Lopez, is he's Zeus, and he's just wandering around the streets, and he's like, well, I guess I'll turn myself in. So, like, he turns himself into the pound in hopes that a family will find him and rescue him. Meanwhile, what's really fascinating to me is that the guy who runs the pound or the animal shelter or whatever is able to know all of the dog's actual names. Zeus, the Bronx, and they identify as Zeus and the Bronx. So does he understand dogs? Not
0: only does he know their names, does he, he know their backstories. Does he speak like, dog at one point? He Who does. Who speaks dog? He, that, okay, Somebody that, speaks... Right? I believe that that guy, and I, this is my fan fiction. This is your headcanon? This is my... Like, is that... In another lifetime movie, he is a dog who becomes a dog catcher, Ooh, and so we're watching like a little off. MCU of like, oh, if you know the backstory, he's actually a dog because no human would be as weird as he is. Yeah, he is like, and this is an old reference. I but love this pitch. Oh, I mean, I'm ready reveal to reveal he backstory. was a
2: dog, and he's the dog who became. The, the dog catcher, and now he's, like, trying to get all the dogs that are in dog prison
0: to find good homes. And, and, and to a certain point, he's a terrible dog catcher. He's like, would you take two for one like they're cans of soup? And, of course not. Would you take two for one? And then in the outtakes, he said, would you take a half a dog with two legs?
3: I thought he was funny.
0: I mean, look, I will say... The majority of this movie
2: seemed largely poorly improvised. Yes. In a way that as and it seemed to get more so as it went on, so much so that I was like at the end of the movie I was like I feel like they're just loose improvising half takes and they're printing that and that's it.
0: But Like that line where Joey Coco Diaz says uh oh, you got that he go uh, he said no I don't need an, I don't need a nose job which seemed like an improvised moment. Big time. Right cuz Gene Kane attractive man uh on the outside on the inside not so much um but uh he says you need a nose job that's a joke right okay get this. He's like no no i don't need a nose job i have a deviated septum and then he says in your in your living room or something about your house and then yeah. dean kane says yes yeah yep i wrote that one too the other
3: Listen, one that i wrote improv was improv is about saying yes yeah. we've all learned that the so other one i wrote was yes
2: at the end of the movie they come into the house the robbers have been caught and everything and, and, and I can't remember what the, the the main woman's name is but she comes in and Belinda. says oh George what is it? Belinda Belinda thank you Belinda comes in and says oh George look at this mess and he says well you know we got robbed so this is what it's gonna look like and that, that this is these are the lines
0: and here? then I'm gonna go back uh, I'm gonna know. go back to the beginning and we can unpack this moment as much as we want but when Goldman's Chinese food comes in... Wow. This, yeah. this was this some was so, wild this was stuff. This tough. The Jewish delivery man... Um, like This is a commentary on... There's so much What's to What's it unpack. a commentary on?
2: I, I actually...
0: I would love to try and figure out okay. what is this commentary well, okay. on? First of all, I think that this movie... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, this movie does not like anyone or understand anyone who doesn't celebrate Christmas. Because at the minute it was like, why does that woman not have Christmas lights up? And the only reason is that she's a Scrooge. Also, Not that she doesn't celebrate Christmas. That's not even in the equation. It's like, she must take Christmas. And
2: also, every single person in the movie including the robbers believes in Santa full stop. Adults Alone, with each other, speak with absolute certainty as to the existence and scheduling of Santa's arrival. At which point I was like, no. No, this
3: isn't a world that exists. I didn't have a problem with that part. I think...
0: That is done because they know that kids are going to sneak course. in to watch these, like, you know, uh, these hallmarks. But
2: Dean Cade and Joey Diaz being like, well, what if Santa comes? Well, he doesn't come until later. I was like, <laughs> hang on. Guys, I have an update. This guy's not coming at all. These poor robbers think Santa is
0: real. When, I will say this, that, that opening, we're talking about the, the, the poor improv in the film, um... An improv is hard, you know, whatever, but the uh, but when No it's not <laughs> when uh, Chicago where improv started The
2: Annoyance Second City Improv Olympic yes, That's yes, right
0: Yes so still
2: close Sharp here
0: <laughs> So <laughs> when when Goldman's TJ Chinese, and Dave Jack McBrayer. Boo! <laughs> when uh when <laughs> that man comes in and i don't even want to i don't even want to deal with that just yet but when that man comes in and goes uh you know nice woman and it, you know it's like oh yeah i'm talking about your wife <laughs> the immediate <laughs> response from bobo kevin james is she's kosher which was another disturbing... What does that mean?
3: I didn't understand any of it. And I and hated every bit of it. And was offering her to him? She's kosher. She's kosher.
0: Because yeah. it did feel like he was branding her like meat, not like... M- not dairy? <laughs> oh, sorry, yes. <laughs> or I guess it's not a mix of the two? I just felt like... He wasn't saying like she. It, it's like it's kosher. Like when you say like it's, it's all okay, I felt like he was like no no you can eat her like and I that, that's why that's what I took it as. It wasn't like she's cool. It was like you can eat her, as a Jewish man.
2: Yeah, I, it would have been worse if he was like don't don't even go there, bro. She's trafe.
0: Okay. Okay, okay, Jews of Chicago. Okay, and this is my other issue with this movie. Ultimately, it's a Christmas movie, clearly shot in California. They are forcing these people into hats and jackets and on the sunniest of all days. And, and the most, like it, like, it is beautiful. Foliage is out, you know, and this means nothing to most people, but this was shot in Los Angeles, and the opening sequence was shot in a mall that is very known in LA. It's called The Grove. But it's also really badly shot. Like, it felt like they're like, oh, shit. Send that intern out with his iPhone and just grab a bunch of shots from the mall. We'll use it in something. It's too dark. And then when they shot stuff, like, there's just, like, an empty chair and, like, two dudes standing around a chair and there's, like, a candy cane near them. It's like, it doesn't really connote Christmas to me. It just feels like you shot in an abandoned shopping mall.
3: That's it's so upsetting about this movie in general. Like, two things that I love, dogs and Christmas, I now hate. <laughs> like, I don't... I hated... All of the Christmas lights, the Christmas ornaments, things that bring me so much comfort and joy. The I spirit turned of against. Christmas
2: was not present in
3: this and movie. And by the way, for a movie where adults believe in Santa and everybody believes in Santa, where the fuck was Santa? Where was Santa? You don't
0: Santa? need Santa when the dog Zeus is there but saving Christmas. But there
3: were, okay, but there were footsteps at one point on the roof. There were. Was that Zeus?
2: I believe so. <laughs> How did I,
0: Zeus get on the roof? I don't know.
2: I think he was. That's when he was putting the bowling balls in action. I don't know. By the Zeus way, Zeus is like I, Zeus is up to some straight craziness I in this movie. I don't
0: mean to be. Oh boy, a dog pervert.
2: <laughs> okay.
3: Please don't be, Paul.
2: But so, is it something only a dog pervert says? I will say. I will say the most chemistry in the movie is not quite Kevin James and the dog having a bath together. Oh, wait. (laughs) Uh Like, that is the most compelling romantic
0: narrative in the movie. And the presumption is the married couple fuck. There's so much. I just want to just, but I want to get everyone's opinion here. I don't mean to be a dog pervert. Like, I said that, so we're cool. Zeus is a lady, and almost aggressively so. Like, like even just an eye check. I don't need to check underneath. I'm like,
3: put your fingers it. down first of all. Yeah.
0: Why? Like put that? Your fingers you down. You know what?
2: I believed you when you said I don't mean to be a dog pervert until every like physical that. motion. You were like that. These are the physical motions of a dog pervert. That's the t-shirt. It's Paul <laughs> Shear doing this, and it says, I'm not a dog pervert. Chicago, how did this get made? 2023. That's the shirt. <laughs> but I don't like that at all. I mean I that's didn't definitely that is trying care for
3: that This Paul. is definitely
2: trying to get the dog's G spot. <laughs> I don't know what you're up to, but that's what that is. This dog's gonna squirt. I'm so upset. Hear me out, Chicago. That's
0: the shirt. Hear me out, Chicago. This dog's gonna squirt. Chicago! Alright. <laughs> you brought up the bath scene, which I think is one of the most disturbing sequences in this. In film.
2: cinema history? <laughs> In what? cinema history,
0: <laughs> let's take a look at scene six.
2: I
3: don't want to fall. Yeah. I mean, I Watch it, you creeps
0: you, We're gonna take it one step at a time.
3: Uh,
0: this is a little awkward, George. Don't you think? Yeah, there we go. The dog does baby? not want Ooh. to be there. What are they doing? And the dog is the yeah, most looking away. The, the most damning moment looking. comes in just a second. It's when the dog puts the its men head the down, man of
2: the house. Here yeah, it goes. Right. you know what I'm talking about. Ooh, dog's right there, like. You know what
0: it's like to be a man? He's trying to hold his yeah, arm up yeah, so he I mean, can get the oh, dog's yeah, head that's in that's frame. Ben. Dog does not now want to me. be in that tub. Dog is like, ben, I'm gonna drown myself. The
2: dog is trying to drown itself. You're gonna be able to bark? I couldn't oh. talk to level six,
0: which is like 42 in your years.
2: Okay. This is. He's talked in this scene to the
0: dog more than he's talked to his wife in the entire movie. Has anyone like you. Okay, you can kill that. Has anyone ever taken all their clothes off and gotten in a bath with their dog?
3: No, I'm not going to lie. When I saw that, I was like, "Hmm." Like that I was like, "Oh, I've hmm, never re- What
2: though? What does that mean?
3: <laughs> I was like, "That would be a nice experience to have with a dog." Oh, okay. But
2: so you're saying that seems attractive, not like, that looks good. Not at all. Okay.
3: Just like, oh, if I had to give a dog a bath, I'd only given dogs baths outside in our driveway. But that's yeah. a, that seems... Well, which you I, do
2: every Saturday. You I'd just give to. dogs baths every Any Saturday. Any dog
3: that's walking by, every, I offer a bath. Hey, hey, can I give that
0: dog a bath? <laughs> Free dog baths. But I will say this. Not as a per- dog pervert, but... You have too much valuable bits there that I feel like the a paw can stomp on, or like I need some I more protection. I mean, look, I don't expect the dog not to understand that. So, or I expect, you know, it's like I just feel like, why are you subjecting your own body to scratches? Any everything, yeah, you're too I vulnerable. Understand. Like I, I mean, understand. put them in a little tub. We had a little tub in our driveway. Do it up. You can you can wash them down. You, can do you that. don't need to be. In, that is right. a
2: choice of desire. Yes, not I necessity. Know. Yes, that isn't. It would make sense to be there so that I can wash the dog. Okay. No, that is. I want to be in tub with dog. I know. I am.
3: Me and too. I, with dog. We are both tub I now. Know. Yay! I'm talking to the dog. And I will ah. say there's something about Zeus who, where. I didn't connect with Zeus on the screen. I didn't feel... The dog itself. The dog itself. I didn't feel what Zeus was feeling. And except for this scene where I was like, get Zeus out. <laughs> Zeus doesn't want to be there. Zeus is not looking Bobo, Kevin James in the eye. Zeus is looking away. Zeus is trying to kindly relay that she wants to go now. This
0: guy is forcing himself... On a lot of people. And I don't even like, I felt like he was trying to lip kiss this wife multiple times and she's like, Cheek. I did too.
3: Cheek. He's. Cheek, please.
0: He's also, I think,
2: either it's improvising or maybe it is part of the script, but he's improvising and and trying to put onto the dog the traumas of his character's youth. Oh, Which, God. by the
3: way, though, Jason, what happened to him in that dog? Who knows?
0: Did the dog, a, did Duke? He had to put his dog down. But but why?
3: Because when we see that scene where he says he's playing with Duke or whatever that dog's name is. And in the flashback. And then his mom calls him in for dinner and says, stop playing with Duke. I'm like, well, what? did Duke run out and get hit by a car? What happened? Well, I mean, uh,
0: the back stories. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. The Zeus is
2: like, he says, he's the spitting image of my dog. And in this scene, we weren't listening to it, but he's having some sort of like heart-to-heart with, like, his own... Both of them are traumatized, and we are, to believe, through the events of this movie, healed?
0: They are healed? And their backstories are fuzzy. Their backstories are fuzzy. It's like, this dog doesn't bark because he blew a six-year or six... Five. five Five-year
2: undercover operation, and his partner's trigger finger was injured and he can't shoot, shoot straight. straight anymore.
3: Now, why do I know that? Why do I know that? Why do I care? I had so many feelings about that. I'm like the fact that they didn't kill a cop was it felt like very strategic and pointed. Like wh- why was that backstory so just I also neutral? don't understand how
0: a dog <laughs> Could blow a five-year, but, but I mean, but by, by, barking. by barking, but like, but like the dog isn't wearing. Okay, but listen, how, internal, how? How internal affairs?
2: Internal Paul. affairs is investigating the dog. Paul. IA is
3: on it. And first of all, I thought German shepherds were police dogs. Yes. Okay, so I'm not. I was not surprised. a golden retriever. This retrieved. dog, a golden retriever, is a police dog. This dog is straight up dumb and is absolutely <laughs> not. I, I don't a police think golden dog. retrievers are appropriate for this task, but. Yeah, the dog barked. But what okay. was
2: going
0: I, I, on? But what was I, going on? Like, was the so, five-year undercover operation listen. simply that they were behind a wall the entire time, <laughs> Paul? You've with got, a live dog, and then the dog now, by
3: barking. You've got to read to see, the expose
2: in Canine Quarterly. Oh they blew that. The, they blew this whole thing listen, wide open.
3: What I wanted to see was one of those cops get killed, and our dog. Have to, like, lap up the blood absolutely of a, a badge. Absolutely. And really understand if why not this is so them. traumatizing. Everybody should get killed Everybody except should have the been dog. Killed. And the dog, honestly, Zeus should have been shot, too. Yes. I'm sorry for that to Zeus in the throat. But in a movie, a movie, a
2: movie, think of how good the movie would have been if it started with that shootout and Zeus barked. All the cops are dying. And as they're dying, they're saying, But will Santa know where I am this year? Because I believe in Santa, even though I'm a police officer dying in the line of duty. I still believe in Santa.
0: And he goes, "Ho, ho, ho! <laughs> you get coal for Christmas."
2: The sec Joey Cocodia says, "I don't want coal in my stocking again this year. Again, that means he got it last year from Santa."
0: Here's the thing, people: Walmart Plus is the membership that saves you time and money on the stuff you'd expect, but also on the stuff you don't. Let me explain. Did you know with your Walmart Plus membership, you can save money on gas? Yeah. Save gas while you drive the kiddos to soccer practice, plus visit your in-laws, plus venture into the wilderness, plus wherever you want to go. Because Walmart Plus also saves you time and money with Free delivery, perfect for ordering new remote batteries or coffee when somebody finishes it without telling you. And then, you know, it's all your snacks that you have stored in the back of that pantry for movie night. How dare they? Plus, you can actually even save on the actual movies with a Paramount Plus subscription. Stream Top Gun Maverick plus Mean Girls plus Jack Reacher, plus so much more because savings is what this whole Walmart Plus membership is all about anyways. Members save on gas, plus free delivery, plus Paramount Plus, plus so much more. Start a free 30-day trial at www.walmartplus.com. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions, $35 order minimum, Paramount Plus essential plan only, separate registration required. If you're like me, You can't get enough John Mulaney, and that's good, because during the Netflix is a Joke Festival, John Mulaney is presenting a brand new show called Everybody's in L.A. It's six live episodes created and starring John that will stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. This is going to be an unconventional show with very big special guests. Watch John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, Only on Netflix. I was traveling with my kids. We stopped to get breakfast at Shake Shack. And my kid said, mom said we can have milkshakes. And I was so tired. It didn't make sense to me. But I was like, if June says the kids can have milkshakes, I'll get them milkshakes. I got them milkshakes. June's like, I never said that. And you know what? I love these razors. They are perfect. And now I am a paying subscriber. That's right. So do not settle for the status quo. Blaze your own trail with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3. That's right. Go to harrys.com slash bonkers. That's harrys.com slash bonkers for a $3 trial set. I also had an issue with the dog's behavior because Zeus shows us no Bad behavior. He seems like a perfect dog. This mom does not really want around. Then he makes one fatal mistake, which I would argue was a blessing. Destroying that disgusting gingerbread house. That was terrible. Normally when I see a movie, I'm like, oh my God, how did they make that gingerbread house? I could never do that. Here I'm like, I could do a better job. It was structurally unsound to begin with. You don't put a giant Hershey kiss on such a narrow footing. It was doomed to break and yes the dog may have just you know gotten that but for him to be given away because he just moved in the house and then I, that seems like it set off a chain of events where he just became a a bad dog i have a question for you because the whole family
2: seems to genuinely fall immediately in love with the dog except the mom begrudgingly the mom begrudgingly and and she's a bit, but you know she still i think has a real love for the dog but it needs to bark blah 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 anyway so they hire a man to in the middle of the day <laughs> break into the I, house using I what i this. can only describe as looney tunes techniques <laughs> I
1: forgot using about this.
2: the old steak over there um do 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 i'm in he's ew. <laughs> and he's like well she failed the test who is this What is this, service? I thought
0: that that was the burglar doing a first attempt. I thought so too. And it's
2: not, is this a service
3: that someone provides? (laughs) Let me just tell you that Paul had sort of checked out at that point in the movie. And he was just on his phone responding to emails and stuff. And that scene happened. And then Paul just wasn't watching. And he was like, who was that? Yeah. And well, I was like, and I was watching, and I said, I don't know. And well, I said, is, who, was a, who was it? Who was it? Who's they hire?
0: To June's point, she's right. I was confused. But this is a weird movie where nothing is happening, but if you turn away for a second, so much goes on. And it's a weird thing. I'm like, how did so much happen? Because so much is just dropped in. You're like, wait, wait. Why do they not want it? How did they get this house? What's going on? Like, they want the dog out by Christmas Eve? Bring it back by Christmas Eve? Decisions are made quick. They also
2: decide we're getting rid of the dog. And then they're like, we got to go to Grandma's. Leave the dog here. We'll go to Grandma's. Then the dog is home alone so they can have a home alone plot. But then they come home and the dog's captured the things. But when were they getting rid of the dog? Why even say you're getting rid of the dog? None of that even seems to matter whatsoever. There are also, we haven't discussed at all, there are so many point-of-view shots from the dog. (laughs) And also from the inside of the toilet, from inside the fridge. The toilet POV. But the dog POV shots are themselves so crazy because they're all just everybody reacting just to the camera, like, and touching around the camera's lens, but not quite the camera as if, like, I think the dog and the humans only worked for four hours one day. Yes. Everything else is human shot, dog shot. Human shot, dog shot. They,
0: they had to do something weird, and, and to me, you understand how hard it is to work with a dog when you see what they have to do later in the movie, which is, it's Christmas Eve, the family is gathered. <laughs> okay, I wanna just go through this slowly. At the grandma's house, and he is reading Canine Quarterly, or Canine Monthly. Which he has brought from home. right. A magazine that is established
3: in the other house. Okay. So he's brought that home. When did he order it? Because it seems like the movie takes place over the course of two days.
2: I also want to say, and this is really weird, the magazine seems real because the back page has an advertisement for, like, wall clippers. And I was like, is it
0: possible this is a real magazine? And I had a crisis of (laughs) faith. Well... I was dealing with that. But everything left my mind when I saw the TV show that the two kids were watching. Those two kids on Christmas Eve are watching a black and white TV show called Chappie, which is like a Lassie ripoff. And it just is so incongruous. I was like, Chappie. And everyone knows, like, oh, Chappie's on. And they're watching it. Wait, you didn't spend every Christmas Eve watching Chappie? Are you saying Chappie? Chappie.
2: Chappie, and not the Neil Blomkamp movie
0: Chappie. I know. Well, that's what I thought. But no, it's a a black and white dog show called Chappie, and I felt like they were like, we can't shoot any fucking more dogs. Like, look, can you this find some black be, and white footage? It's got to
2: be a free, like a royalty-free uh, public domain. It's why like they reefer oh, madness at the end this, of the movie. Like, what do they sing? What Christmas carol do they sing? That oh. they sing?
3: No, we nothing but the chorus. Merry we we wish, wish you a merry Christmas. We wish you a merry Christmas. And, and none of the a merry rest. Christmas and a happy new year again. We, we wish, wish you a, a merry Christmas. 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 We, we wish. I was like, wait, honestly. the the family singing that to the townspeople, and them singing it back, and then the family singing it back to them—truly was one of the most frightening things it I've ever feels, seen. I was like, "This is it, terrifying to it watch." It feels like a
2: prompt that is meant to further put you into a hypnotic state.
3: It was psychotic because you have absolutely been captured psychotic. by Russia.
0: You know what? There's so much here to unpack, but I think it's unfair that we don't. We can't let go to you. the audience, really. Already?
3: Already?
2: I mean, I have like <laughs> seven hundred thousand more notes, but but absolutely, we can go I, to the I audience. I think we should go but and suffice just start... it to say, you don't have to ask your question about the clapper. We know they made clapper jokes in this movie.
0: It's two thousand and nine, and they lead with a clapper joke. Two thousand and nine. Uh, the clapper here, what I was impressed with. It was hooked up to Christmas lights. The dirtiest, most disgusting headboard. Again, it reminded Paul. me of every terrible Airbnb Paul. I've ever been they in. they
3: shot this. I'll never forget the stains on that headboard as long as they I lay They shot
2: this in an abandoned hoarder's house.
3: <laughs> so upset. And also, after seeing the grandma's house, which looked nice, why didn't they shoot the whole movie there?
0: Only could have one day. Well, that's interesting. That house nice. that they lived in was so
3: big. Shithole. What
0: was? How that about was a this? Shithole. What was the little bridge over the
2: moat in the front yard? So Why many questions there? about that. Why was there? Why did this house
3: have show a moat? Show it to us too. Answer you me, Chicago. Show it. Show it. <laughs>
0: Answer me, Chicago. Why did this house have a moat? I'll show you something that I found in the house. Um, can you pull up the picture of the bookcase, bookcase one? Okay. <laughs> So I was wondering, how did this guy have this money for this house? And I started to think about it, right? So there is a scene where the dog is looking at the owner. Bookcase one. We're going to pop up the picture of bookcase one. Um, I'm just now seeing Dean Cain and Joey Diaz. Oh, here we go. So look, that's bookcase one, right? And I did a little zooming in. Go into bookcase two. Thoracic (laughs) surgery.
3: Why, by the way, it brings up such a good point, Paul. What is Bobo Kevin James' job?
2: The only answer, you. the only answer I think is that the son is a thoracic surgeon. Because I'd absolutely neither of those adults are thoracic surgeons. For the sure. kid's a Doogie Howser. I don't know. <laughs>
0: But isn't it interesting that the son is a thoracic surgeon, but the dog doesn't have a voice? Wow. Wow, wow, wow. That's really interesting. All right. Who raised their hand? I forgot. We got so lost. Okay. Hi. Um, your name and your question. Uh, Dave. I'll hold the mic.
2: <laughs> Do not be grabby, Dave. <laughs> um, I just want to talk about the,
0: my favorite character, the, the cat lady.
3: Okay, Adrian, I'm so Thank glad you, you brought
2: Adrian her up, you. Thank you. Thank you, Dave. The th- craziest AP thing about the Barbeau. cat lady, in my opinion, is the fact that not only did she know the grandma at the very end of the movie, I think they had a little thing going. Like, oh, a I, like I'm it. Sorry. I like this. I
3: did like Thousand percent. Do you,
2: do you mean the connection they made at the town's karaoke night where they duetted on Hava Nagila? I'm <laughs> <laughs> sorry, what? This
3: movie. That's not a song that's available oh, in no? a
2: karaoke. That's not your. Ca- I list. mean, come on!
0: How many people here is their karaoke song
3: It's All Nugula?
2: right, that was
0: that was Usher. Now we got who's up? Uh, okay, we got Havana Nagila.
3: Paul and I, we watched the Cat Lady monologue, and we were. It was the only point in the movie. There were two points in the movie where I really, I, I, connected. I dropped in one. Was when our one of our robbers, not Dean Cain, what's his, what's that actor's name? Again? Joey Diaz. Thank you, Joey, Joey Diaz. Coco. Yes. yes, when he said when he started talking about basement fridges and what was in the basement fridge <laughs> as opposed to a kitchen fridge, I was like, that's really funny and interesting. And then the other moment was cat lady's monologue. Yeah. And it was beautifully delivered. It was and heartbreaking. It was heartbreaking. And the and only reason her house isn't decorated is because she
2: got too old to be
3: okay, able to do it Okay, but here's my herself. question though, Jason. That was devastating. As, but I did question it at the same time. Do you think time. she's lying? Well, while she's delivering, that, and again, she does it beautifully, and I, I loved everything about it. But while she's delivering that monologue, we can see behind her, every inch of that wall is decorated. Oh, I think she means the exterior. They're she didn't mean the exterior, oh. but I just felt like she could have done it. I, I'll say it.
0: Wow. I
3: felt like she could have done wow. it. Wow. So, okay. your and note is Adrian Barbo, do the work. <laughs> Honestly, like, I don't want you to have this experience of being perceived <laughs> as like a Christmas Grinch, but. Put some lights on your outside. Like, put a couple things out there. Sometimes
0: it's not the actual note, but it's the note under the note. And, you know, and I feel like that was what it was for her. You know, just don't, yeah, that's a good one. Thank you, June, for bringing that up. Do better, old lady (laughs) whose husband died. All right, let's get back to the audience here. Who had their name? Who had their, okay, you're great. What's your name and your
2: question? Uh, Sean, cut this, please. Um, uh, So it seems like the option between their security is a dog or an alarm system. Either or. Why can't there be both?
3: Well, it's a great question. I mean, Paul, I'll never forget, we did experience a series of break-ins, and we did speak to someone in law enforcement. No, we didn't
0: get a series of break-ins. There was a series of break-ins. Well, no,
3: our car was stolen from our driveway. Well, our
0: car was stolen from our driveway because we left the keys inside the car.
3: That's not Why? happened to happen that way, but that's not and why. And I say
2: we your in car, the most general way. Your car was donated from
0: your driveway.
3: Just because when I left... When you let, watch
0: the security <laughs> footage of this guy getting in our car and seeing the keys, he's like... It he's was like, like watching he's like, someone like, wait, win the lotto. Listen, I was happy for him. Just
3: because I left the keys in the car <laughs> did not mean I was asking for it to be stolen. The guy on camera is like,
0: wait a minute, this is too good to be true. He, his face lit up like a Christmas tree. And I will say it was the night after we got our Christmas tree. So there was a little bit of... There was a lot happening
3: while I was walking inside. And yes, I left the keys in the car. Here's the thing that... we were told by the police officer at that time, don't worry about alarms. The biggest deterrent is a dog.
2: Yeah, I think that's true. But I think for this family, they're missing out on, sir, a third option, which is drawbridge. (laughs) They've got but a they permanent, they've got a moat already there. They've got a permanent bridge. Huge mistake. It up. Put in a drawbridge. Nobody's <laughs> getting in.
0: It worked. Unless you get a, unless you have like a, a Trojan dog where it looks like a Trojan dog.
3: <laughs> right? All
0: right. Your name, your question.
3: My name is KR. And my question is after they adopted Zeus, how did they get his canine plaques?
0: Okay. Good question.
2: I mean, all of it. How do they know his name is Zeus? Does Zeus have his own stuff with him wherever he goes? <laughs> this makes no sense.
0: The this, this Zeus isn't. Uh. I am up in the balcony.
3: Oh God, be careful! Once Paul. again,
0: with our balcony monsters, give it up for the balcony. And I will ask this. I said...
2: Chicago Balcony, uh, lawless.
0: I said to uh, the audience at the top of the show, I said, is anyone here in costume? Okay, I'm going to you first. A reward costume. Chicago Balcony Monsters,
2: a.k.a. the Untouchables.
0: You're in costume. You are. Okay, I love it. What is this costume?
1: I'm one of the robbers as their utility (laughs) plumber outfits
0: fantastic amazing. great work fantastic amazing okay uh, what's your name Sierra Sierra and what is your question
1: so I wanted to look up to see because the music was so home alone Ask yes. to see who the composer is and that led me down to a rabbit hole um, on Wikipedia the music composer Andres Bolton has like a mixed filmography of being with dog Christmas movies, and serial killer murder movies. (laughs) Then I decided, who else is there? So the director, uh, Michael Pfeiffer, I think, has a bunch of serial killer movies, like Ed Jean, the BTK killer, the Boston Strangler. Wow. And more dog Christmas movies mixed (laughs) in.
0: So basically he summers with a Christmas and he winters with a serial killer.
1: It continues. The cinematographer also has this setup of a mix of dog Christmas movies and murder serial killer movies and also early in his career porn films.
0: Which is kind of a mix of both, really, you know.
2: It's a classic so, one for me, one for them scenario. So,
0: and then both of them for me.
2: Yeah. And then them on me, and me on them.
1: They apparently did like a bunch of the same movies together. But sure. the overall question that I have is, because of their filmography, is doing the Christmas dog movies as a way of trying to have like a enlightened, uh, like a relief from all of the dark tension that they have at the serious movies. Or is it just another way of them to stall time and get a paycheck until they go back to their real passion of murders?
0: Wow, this is a great question. Great, 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 great. Sierra, I mean, it
2: seems like these guys, they it's probably a group of folks who all work together and they just plug now in either dog Christmas movies or murder
0: movies. But I do believe that if you work this circuit, like this yeah. Lifetime Hallmark Channel circuit, it's like, we got, we got to do one holiday and one killer. And it's like, we will cover it, we will get You it. basically just described the Lifetime Network.
2: Right? June and, and I
0: were watching, I think it was Killer Week. We were on tour, we were watching it. Every night we came home and would watch... Two back to back serial killer movies, it was like The Homecoming Killer, then it was like My Principal Killed the Homecoming Queen, and then afterwards it was like My Best Friend Was the Killing Homecoming Queen. It was like they all were tied loosely, but it was like, Yeah, they, they have so many of them. Oh, there's a there that
2: is an industry that is almost bottomless. When I there was a period during the pandemic oh where I was recording. Two Magnum PIs and one Columbo a day. <laughs> That's right, on my DVR.
0: Good old TiVo. It's cool, I'm 50. First of all, I just want to give a shout-out to TiVos, uh, the original DVR. The best. I had it's a TiVo. always
3: important to put some respect on their name.
0: Yeah, I had a TiVo <laughs> that I sent away so they could put an extra hard drive in it.
2: I did the same thing. I did the same
3: thing. And I will it was tell you, best. Paul, I remember when Paul and I first started dating. And I remember your apartment in New York going there and seeing that you had TiVo and being like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow. All right. All oh. right.
0: I Truly could have every blessed. episode of Buffy that I wanted <laughs> at a moment's notice.
2: That, I mean, what a luxury! What a luxury to be like—you know—I've got 20 gigs of Preston
0: Sturgis movies on here. Okay, I am admiring this gentleman's uh, small notebook. It's a very tiny—it's oh. a very tiny notebook.
3: Oh my gosh, it's so tiny small. tiny
0: notebook with a lot of notes. Tiny I love it. Tiny notebook. <laughs> All right, so uh, I'm predicting this to be good, but I don't want to put pressure on you. Uh, your name and your question. Uh, my name is Jamie. Uh, and my question is, when we finally learn uh, why the dog can't bark, it's told in a flashback. And then the evil cat lady responds to that flashback. So my question is,
1: yes.
2: can yes.
0: the cat lady understand the dog?
2: Yes, they are Damn. having a conversation that is... That presumes she knows what the dog is saying. Full, I, full, I wrote that down too, Jamie. I fully agree with you. And it is shocking that someone that far back in the balcony had a cogent thought. <laughs> so I really want to give it up for Jamie. Everyone around him is
0: passed out. You know what? I can't, I can't beat that. I feel like we are just go downhill from here. All right. Obviously... People out there have questions. They have feelings. But you know what? Some people out there think this movie might be their favorite Christmas film. And we're gonna hear from them right now because now it's time for Second
3: Opinions. I'm Casey. (laughs)
1: This Christmas, I give it five stars. Ex-cop dog save the day cause crime doesn't pay. (laughs) Big tears when Zeus barked out his fears. I
3: give you my second opinion. Whoa! Great job! Whoa! What a way to start! So,
0: a little anticlimactic with the second opinions because there are only 360 total reviews. Um, But... 75% are (laughs) five-star. Now, before I even read these, I will let you know, there are multiple films in this franchise. Five. Five films. The Dog Who Saved, and we're going to talk about that in a second, but some of these reference those. E. Dubiton, in 2019, wrote this. My daughter, three was obsessed with the dog that saved Halloween. We watched that nightmare of a movie (laughs) hundreds of times. Well, I mean, it is Halloween, so spooky, kind of a nightmare. So you can imagine her excitement and my horror (laughs) when she discovered that there were multiple movies, including this little gem. Bad acting, bad plot, Bad everything. (laughs) Dot, dot, dot. And your kids will absolutely love it. The title, A New Definition of Hate. (laughs) The rating, five stars. (laughs) Amazon customer in 2013 writes this. Title of the review, Love Dogs. Cute to watch, but not into the talking animals. Five
2: stars. (laughs) Wow.
0: Now, when we are at the bottom of the barrel of five-star reviews, we go to one-star reviews. These are first opinions. People who share the same opinion as some of us Clifford Dawson writes.
2: Wait, now is this Clifford the Big Red Dog? Because that is is a a Dog Dawson. (laughs) He was considered for the role and was passed on.
0: Now, this one. The reason why I read this is because I don't think you'll know where it's going. Title is This May Be the Worst Christmas Movie Ever. He wrote this the year after it came out in 2010. Writing, terrible. Acting, even worse. Production values, cheap and cheesy. Animal voiceovers, (laughs) sub-idiotic. This is what I get for letting the wife pick the film for the night. But she didn't even like it the only question I had after the pain was over, aside from wanting the 90 minutes back, was, how did such a deadhead family afford that house? (laughs) The father didn't act like he could possibly do anything that would put him in that income bracket. Perhaps he earned it the old-fashioned way. He inherited it, Yet another argument for a family planning. <laughs> One star.
2: Oh, holy shit. Holy shit. <laughs> That's, I mean, I agree with that
0: review.
2: <laughs> Shockingly,
0: wow. Oh boy.
2: So we can, can you, talk you about- imagine just being fucking absolutely livid. And jealous at the family in this movie that you get on. And it's also
3: like, yeah, it's a lot of house, but every square foot is a (laughs) shithole. I mean, please
2: host a HGTV (laughs) house show. Please. It's a shithole. Please. It's a... Oh, my God. Oh, my God, are you watching It's a Shithole with June Diane Raphael? I love that show. I love at the beginning of every episode where she walks through and tells everybody what a shithole they live in. And then at the end, it's so sweet, I cry every time because it's not a shithole anymore. I'm going to just... The gate at the front, that gate? the fence, the gate, the moat, the bridge... Every element of the house genuinely felt like it had been dropped from another planet. (laughs) Remember when they're driving in the car? I'm sorry. Remember when they're driving (laughs) in the car and the stone-cold genius, Mindy Sterling, who we've mentioned before, Groundlings, incredible comedian, she's singing, she's annoying everybody in the car, and they're driving full speed and the son tries to (laughs) throw himself from the car. And I have to say... Do you say, remember that part I of the movie? I do remember
3: that part. That's how I felt watching the whole movie. We keep on talk, Throughout the movie, when they keep on referencing the grandma and how she has stale pretzels and, like, flat soda, we get to her house, I'm like, she seems like she's fun. Oh, like, she's cool as hell. I, she's I the know. only person
2: in this movie I believe
0: fucks. <laughs> I also believe they don't get her because they're not cool.
3: I know. I'm yeah. like, this lady is awesome.
2: Her and Adrian Barbeau are the most interesting characters in this movie. And I wish the family and the dog had all died in a carbon monoxide leak.
3: And by the way, just, you know, I know we're wrapping things up. I know you got your well, nose ball, But I, I just I, have to I say have one more, more thing. <laughs> I have to say one more thing. Because the decision on Christmas Eve... They have, they established that grandma's house is hours away. <laughs> hours. Not one hour, and probably not two, but probably two and a half to three hours away. And they decide on Christmas Eve to go back and get Zeus. And from what I... Before they found out that like their house had been robbed, it seemed like they were going to drive... They had already driven there, that's three hours. They were going to drive back, that's another three hours... And then they were gonna drive back to grandma's house to just be with the dog. Yes. That's nine hours of driving.
2: And honestly, nobody likes the dog that much.
3: And no one likes the grandma confounded. even more. And they I was get there. Absolutely they get
2: there. Zeus has captured the criminals and the police. Try and recruit Zeus. Zeus. <laughs> cuz it the
3: Zeus has done a better job than that town's police department. And that was another moment where Paul and I were watching together. Sometimes we rely on each other to keep track of the plot, and I had zoned out for a second. I was just looking out the window or something. And I said, "Wait, wait, wait. wait what hap- what just happened?" And Paul said, "The police are trying." <laughs> he goes <laughs> 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 the police are trying to adopt Zeus. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. Of course, but didn't, wouldn't it have been so much better if the police
0: were like, Zeus? Right. Because he's a famous canine dog. But not in what that. What if they were but, like, Zeus, oh my God, where have you been? And then they reveal so... this backstory that they didn't know, but yet they all know the backstory because the, the man who used to be a dog is now the owner of the pound. <laughs> Do you even
2: believe that in this town, whatever town these people are in, that there is the need to... Okay, here's what it is. Here's what it is, and this is unexamined fully. Do dogs go undercover? I know police officers do, but are dogs... Part, so, like, do dogs have, sometime, have a cover identity? You, sometimes Such you'll a see a question. dog
0: with, like, a baseball cap on. You're like, cop. <laughs> <laughs> I see a dog with his, hand, like, his head out of a Crown Vic. I'm like, cop. Yeah. All right. Let me drop some, some stuff on you.
2: Stuff, not knowledge, some but stuff. just
0: stuff. This movie premiered on ABC Family on November 29th, 2009, during their Countdown to 25 Days of Christmas programming block. It was ranked as the number one cable program in its time slot and the number one cable film in the winter of 2009 with four million viewers (laughs) it was the cable's number one program during its period of 8 to 10 pm with 4 million viewers it ranked number one in scripted telecast on cable during that sunday it became the season's Number one cable film. Stop, it had a fourteen. Per- what are you it, saying? It had a fourteen percent increase in viewers from the same time slot in the previous year. Okay, so I can't
2: imagine that that is real. That's Hold- four million viewers for context. Like That's- every episode of Mad Men got like one point two million viewers. Yes. Every episode of 30 Rock got, like, sub-1 million viewers. You're saying this had 4 million
0: views. The Dog Who Saved Christmas won several Yulees. Ghoulies? Yulees. Goolies! Yule, like Yule Log, Yulees. A Loggie? <laughs> uh, from the Entertainment Weekly's website, the categories it won included MVP, Most Valuable Pooch, and Best Use of Dean Kane. Whoa. You
3: know what? I don't whoa. disagree with that one, actually.
2: Is that a category every year? In the U.S. Every award
3: show. Whoa, whoa. Best Use of Dean Kane. It
2: what? also was given... <laughs> what are you talking about? Absolutely. Okay, hang on a second. If we For real talk, if we had Dean Cain on the podcast, would we be eligible for a Yulee?
0: If we televised the show.
2: We'd have to televise the show? Yes.
0: It's it's almost
2: worth it. I would love it if we we won a Yulee, I would retire.
0: (laughs) And don't nominate us for a Yulee just to get me to retire. I want to now open you up to one more thing. Five sequels. Let me tell you what it is. So this was the first. First, The Dog Who Saved Christmas. Sequel, The Dog Who Saved Christmas Vacation. Aired a year later. Then another sequel, The Dog Who Saved Halloween. September 2011. Third sequel, The Dog Who Saved the Holidays. 2012. Wait a minute. A fourth sequel, The Dog... Who saved Easter? Fifth sequel, The Dog Who saved Summer, 2015. Summer? Yes. Now, I'm going to drop this knowledge on you. Oh, God. Gary Valentine was in everyone except for Easter.
2: Wait, who is Gary Valentine?
0: Kevin James's Kevin brother. James's brother.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know. I was like, well, who's that? Dean: I Cain. would believe it if that was Zeus. Maybe Zeus's name is Gary Valentine. If I'm thinking about it, the dog is probably the most consistent performer. I would love it if the dog's name was Gary Valentine.
0: Gary Valentine on set, Gary Valentine. There are only OK. I, I'm trying to figure out how to present this to you. One character, or I should say, three characters that are in all.
3: The Ooh. sequels. Do we get to guess? Yeah, sure. Zeus?
0: Yes, but with a caveat.
2: Okay. It's not always the same dog.
0: No. Oh. Mario Lopez provides his voice for the first three films, drops out for two, then comes back for the final oh. two.
3: Wow. It's he's like the Fin Diesel. Vin, he's the
2: Vin Diesel <laughs> of this franchise where he's like, I'm too good for this. Wait a minute. It's a hit? I'm bad, baby. But it's yes. always
0: Zeus, no matter the vote. Joey Lawrence replaces what? him in Halloween and Holidays. What? That is the third and fourth <laughs> film. And then he comes back for Easter and summer. Wow. wow. Belinda Bannister. Okay, well, you guess. You guess.
2: Belinda? Who is in
0: all the movies? My guess, Who's in all the movies? is Belinda
2: Bannister. <laughs> yes? <laughs> something tells me it might be Belinda Bannister. Paul? That's my answer.
0: Okay. You would be correct. But here's the other ones that are in all the movies. Dean Kane. <gasps> By the way, thank God. Joey Coco Diaz and One of the Mindy Sterling. They're in all. Gary Valentine is not in all. Dean Kane, Joey Coco Diaz, Mindy Sterling, and, um, and Elisa Donovan, who plays Belinda Bannister, is in all the films. Now, the kids change like Griswolds. I can see that. Can I just show one more moment here? Scene seven, please. This is the most disturbing image I saw in the film. Belinda
2: always said to brush after every male.
0: All right. Yes, he's brushing. Got it. <laughs> now that. This
2: is the light. What happened when Santa Claus's Dog cat swallowed sauna. all yarn? She Dog admin? is
0: in the sauna. He put himself in the sauna. Did
2: he turn the sauna
0: on? He must have. Comus. Drink from my well. Oh, did I okay. Just? Actually, Am I going crazy? I'm so You're glad not we're going showing crazy. this. Stop yes. because You're
2: just I understood, I guess, that the mice could talk, that the everything, all the other animals had a voice. But why did the toilet talk? That really turned in, that really fucked with me. Cause I don't raise your hand like you know, you know why the toilet talked. Hold on. Hold on.
0: What's her name? By the way, up?
3: the way she's saying I know. I know, I know like, yeah, but it's also it's there's a level of confidence that is unnerving. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Hi.
0: What's her name? Rachel. Rachel, and why does the toilet talk?
1: Okay, you're gonna be embarrassed when you didn't think of this yourself. It's the dog voicing what he thinks the toilet is saying to him.
0: Okay. Wait,
1: but so. is the dog
2: guessing what the mice
1: are saying to him? No, they're actual animals, so they can talk. <laughs> Right, it's like,
2: it's like the way that we would
0: talk to ourselves. Rachel,
2: absolutely not. <laughs> what?
0: I buy think, it, Rachel. I buy you it. You
2: think that's the What
0: dog are you? What are you wait, I
3: believe on. Rachel. This guy's saying right. over here.
0: What are you saying? Wait. Yes. The, wait. The toilet is sentient because the toilet has a POV shot. Now you are. Yes. And you. Wait, it's a bidet. Wait. You say it's a bidet. She says it's not what? a toilet. It's a bidet. She's
2: saying. This woman is saying the toilet's a bidet. <laughs> the toilet's
0: up a day. Okay, and this one is saying it's the furnace joke from Home Alone. Oh,
2: okay, that makes well, sense. Well, there we go. I love that at the end of the show everybody's coming undone <laughs> trying to figure out why the fucking toilet talks in this absolute dog shit movie. We have suffered through this. And everybody's like, I'd love to make sense of the talking toilet. When in reality, this fever dream broke us all. And you're all going home to your kids, sending the sitter home, and
0: are like, what the fuck just happened to us? Well, people, we did it. We did this show. Thank you, Chicago! We will be back. Give it up for Jason Manzukas. Give it up for June Diane Raphael. I am Paul Shear. Thank you, thank thank you, thank you. We love being here. We hated this movie. Good night, everybody. Eat shit, Chicago. Yes, the holiday season is here. As a matter of fact, I'm in a holiday movie right now. That's right. You can check me out in Family Switch on Netflix. It's a Jen Garner movie with Ed Helms. I'm in it. I play a dick. And you know what? It is really fun. Um, Thank you to everyone in Chicago who made this such a great show. I mean, truly, we love doing shows in Chicago. Unfortunately, you'll never be able to hear one of the shows that we did in Chicago, because the person who was uh, tasked with uh, recording it really messed up. Um, And here's the thing. Everyone makes mistakes, but that person was a real dick about it. So Riviera Theater, A+, that dude. (laughs) All right. Uh, (laughs) Well, look, I know that you don't want to hear me complain about the guy who forgot to hit record on our first show in Chicago. Uh, but you're probably like, Paul, uh, can I get a shirt that kind of embodies everything uh, that we just talked about? Yeah, you can. We have an amazing shirt. It's, uh, it's basically the lead actor of this movie in a bathtub with a dog who's looking down at his dick. And there's nothing on it. No quote, no anything. It just says, Chicago, how did this get made? Because I couldn't put dog pervert on a shirt. I just couldn't. I, I felt like no one would buy it. Anyway, tpublic.com slash stores slash hdtgm. You get that as a sticker and a laptop case, a mug, whatever you want. It's a great-looking image. It's more questions than answers. Um, you've already probably heard me plug our How Did This Get Made? Ugly holiday sweater collection. There's still time to order one before the holidays. If you get your order in before December 10th, you will get your delivery before Christmas. These are great. We gave them out at these shows and people went bonkers for them. The Geostorm one is aces. All designs are available at podswag.com slash bonkers. And you can also get some how to get made wrapping paper. That's right. All right, people get ready because next week is a special Supersized Last Looks. That's right. We're going to be going over corrections and omissions from both Munchies and the dog who saved Christmas. So if you have anything you want us to know about either movie, leave us a voicemail at 619-P-A-U-L-A-S-K or write a comment on our Discord at discord.gg slash HDTGM. And of course, as always, Jason will stop by Last Looks for chat and we will announce our next movie. Remember, you can find us everywhere online. If you love the show, tell your friends. it it really does help. I mean, that really is the best way to promote the podcast. Word of mouth. Plus, it's more fun when you can watch these movies with people you know. And last but not least, I got to say thank you to all the listeners who support this show every week and our entire behind-the-scenes team who keep this show running. I'm talking about our producers, Scott Sonny, Molly Reynolds, Averill Halley, our engineers, Casey Holford and Rich Garcia, and our associate producer, Jess Cisneros, who makes those amazing social media videos. That's all I got, people. Bye for now. Hey, guys. Sean Hayes here. Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and I had a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to sit down with not one, not two